Unlocked Uncensored. What up, everybody? This is Jason Lee, and this is Hollywood Unlocked Uncensored. And what up? It's your girl, April Jones, and I'm in the building. Yeah, it's DJ Damis. Let's get this show started. All right, so there's a lot of ridiculousness to get into today. Before we do, make sure you're subscribing to us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, yeah. iHeart, and YouTube. And... Um, Yesterday was a busy day. April, what have you been doing? Okay, so I actually just got back from the Bahamas last night. Super late. Yeah, I went. Why was everybody in the Bahamas? Well, it was, I guess, this new thing that they're trying. It's called um, Vaunt. And they also had, like, all these girls that are Instagram models for, for what is it, Boohoo Man? Mm -hmm. I'm pronouncing it correct. So they were, they had brought out influencers. And I guess it was called the 450 Weekend, I believe, if I'm um, not correct. Or if if I'm correct. (laughs) Is that how, how you say it? Um, so yeah, they brought out basically all these influencers and all the, the basketball players who played at all-star weekend were supposed to come out there, like some basketball players. And it was like giving back, I guess, like they're starting something new. Is Vaunt, is it the company that's creating content? Yeah, I believe okay, so. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I know the, I, I think I know the guy. That yeah. Is. So, um, was it like fire fest? So I had to host out there, but every, it was like almost like, no, it's a, not, it's not a festival. No, it's not a festival. But, I mean, I, I did see like. Everybody was like at the LS. Like Watch Jazzy was there. Yeah. And I know uh, uh, Serge Ibaka was there with his daughter for something different, but. No, he was there for that. Oh, he was? Yeah. You so saw he was him basically too? one of the top heads. I saw him there too. Um, like literally Flex was there, Chris Spencer, all, Miss Diddy. Like everybody was there. It was really? like LA. And- I wasn't there. I wasn't what? even invited. I'm really offended. Really? And, and I know everybody from fact- Boo Bo- Man. Boohoo, man. Well, I'm texting the nigga who started Vaughn. <laughs> it was crazy. It was so much fun. So I did that. Um, I had to host out there, and Jazzy hosted as well. Miss um, Diddy hosted that night. So it was a couple of different people that were hosting, um, and it was a good time. I'm not going to lie. I just text Roger Mason. <clears throat> Why wasn't Roger, I invited? That's, it's his company. Roger was there? Yeah, but see, that's who I, who I was with, Roger and yeah. Amari Ware. So. Yeah, well, I feel some type of way, Roger. Roger, oh, Roger, Roger, I'm sorry. Roger, I give you I'm not give, matter of fact, I ain't even giving him no more free promo. But <laughs> how, how is the Bahamas? Because I've never been. Have you been to the Bahamas? No. It's beautiful. I've never it's been to an island. Really? Um, no. But you know what? I'm really, I'm really upset because I, I'm really itchy right now. I literally got bit maybe 50 times yesterday. By what? A bed bug. Okay. No, Ew. You did. Yes, I did, and it's the pictures are. Wait, in my but phone. how do you know it's a bed bug? Because when I literally was. Ew. I know. Wait, I went you got online. Bed bugs? It's not on me now. I showered. I thought bed bugs. No, typically, it's more than a shower. I thought it typically That's resides not... in the home of like, I don't want to say poor people, but no. So basically, they were saying that. Um, when it's humid, and yesterday was like the most humid day out there, like bed bugs come out. I something told me like wake up because I was getting bit throughout the night, and I pulled back the sheet. When I tell you, did you see bed bugs? I seen one, and it it was smudged on like the bed, but it was like on the bed, and I killed it, I guess, with my shoulder. Mm-hmm. But it tore my legs up. My legs are tore up. I probably have like fifty. Did bucks you like, like spray down your your furniture? I mean, your bag and your luggage, and yeah, I like shook everything up. But the bed bugs in Bahamas are kind of big. You can actually see them. I was just like, oh my god. But aren't you supposed to burn everything? No, there's like there's a real. <laughs> I'm getting I would anxiety. burn. Everything. I, I, yeah, well, you I'm never not. really had bed bugs, huh? No. You need to alcohol spray your whole furniture, everything. You could take that right to your house and it'll be there for months. Like, it's not just a shaking of the well, bag. I guess well, I know where we're not doing a sleepover. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Leave me alone, y'all. No, you go to Target or something. Other, get some other alcohol. Than that. It's fun, but you know what? I, mm, these I'm, hotels need to, need to be, you know, a little bit more clean because there were some little baby shorts that I found behind the little seat, so they're not cleaning at the SLS. Wait, I'm going to just wait, be honest you, with you. I thought you guys were at, like, the Atlantis or something. We were at the SLS resort. The SLS? Like, our SLS? Bahamar. But I mean, like, our... Yeah. Wow. SLS, and the rooms were gorgeous and beautiful, but they was not clean. Mm. 
SLS. Well, you know, I remember one time, where was I? Oh, I went to New York and I I booked every room that I stay in now. I booked through an app called Hotel Tonight. Mm-hmm. And it's a trusted app. I'm like high rated up on the thing because I use it all the time. So it usually will tell you like the hotel reviews, uh-huh. uh, how many people are saying it's good or whatever. Long story short, I book a hotel and I get there and the hotel's under renovation. So every amenity is unavailable. There's only oh, one nice. room available. And when I get there, it literally looks like a scene out of fucking Saul. It looks like Vacancy. a scene. Yes. Like oh. a trashy little hotel room with like the wrong pillows and like the springboard oh. mattress. Which, by the way, I have a bad back, so being on the springboard mattress is not cool. So I go in there and I fucking I sleep, and after the second day, my entire body's itching, and I'm like, and so I didn't think bed bugs because I'm from LA. I don't New York East Coast. You think of bed bugs. My friend comes over. He was like, "Oh, you got bit by bed bugs." When I tell you the most bougiest, disrespectful complaint ever made in history happened at the front desk, and they they knew who I was. And you sometimes when people know who yeah. you are, you try to <laughs> act a little different because you don't want. I let them have all the smoke. Yeah, but see, I thought bed bugs were like microorganisms that were small to the eye that you couldn't see. And it wasn't until I was like on my Instagram live and I was like, oh, my God, I've been bit. Some girl literally sent me a um, DM and she she sent me like a photo of a bed bug she found. And when I literally looked at it, it was the same goddamn bug. So I was like, oh, hell to the no. Yeah, but the crazy part is you need to make sure you didn't bring that home in your luggage to your furniture. Yeah, but my thing is, is that, you know, the stands that they have. Yeah, it was on a stand. My my luggage was on the stand the whole time. Them bitches do acrobatics. That motherfucker could have did a backflip in your luggage and now your whole house is my, my boy came from Spain and brought big bugs in my house. I had to throw away the whole entire bedroom. Like the bed stand. Yeah, but I literally shook I had everything to, out. No, no, it's not about shaking. I had to wash and steam every piece of clothing. My shoe I had to take a steamer and steam every shoe. I didn't have a bedroom for a year, I was damaged. Like I'm when you said that, I had the back. Like it ruined my life for a whole year. If, if you bring a guy home now and y'all like hanging out, chilling, Netflix and chilling, and he leaving, he Netflix and itching, he gonna go start a whole different type of rumor. I didn't even know that I still have a Netflix and chill. By the way, because I just got Netflix for the first time two weeks ago, and I had a friend come over and we're watching movies, and I thought, oh, and I said to him, yo, this is Netflix and chilling. And then I told somebody yesterday that I was Netflix and chilling when I broke down what we did. It's not. I heard Netflix and chilling is when you watch a movie on Netflix that you don't want to watch for the purpose of setting up a booty call that you want to have sex with. What? Ah, I thought that Netflix genius. and chill is just chilling and watching Netflix. That's what I thought. Netflix and chilling is when you invite a friend over to put on a movie that you don't want to watch because the intention is just to get in a situation where you can lay them. Damn. <laughs> Oh, by the way, because we watch Netflix, you should watch a show called You. It's I've already crazy. started. It's so crazy. It's so good. But the crazy part is I've watched that. I started watching that, and I watched all of the Versace one. It's good. Have you seen that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. People really are crazy. Like, no, it almost I scares know. you. And it's like when I, think, <laughs> yeah. when, when I think about the random souls that I've taken down, and I think, this person could have been Andrew Kananen. This person could have fucking took me out and killed me. This could have been Joe, the librarian. Bro, he's a stalker for real. This nigga was reading books and plotting on bitches. Man, I got a stalker for real. I know it. Now? But what you do this weekend, damn bitch? I ain't do a damn thing this <laughs> you weekend. Just, this is two weeks in a row your ass ain't this shit. I've been chilling in the house, man. It's raining <laughs> and it's gloomy. And me and my son just kicking in the house to play video games. Oh, okay. We ain't do nothing this weekend. Next weekend, though. When the sun comes out, we back in action. All right. I have been out in these motherfucking streets. We Cold. see. I, I see. I have been in these streets. Listen, <laughs> I, I am very focused on branding, right? Like, I got brand partners. I never want to embarrass people. I never want to act out. And I'm a cool person. 
you take a picture with me, you you know, and you know, people come up to you, hey, I like what you did here, I love you there, they want to take a picture. I'm cool with all of that. Right. I've said on the show two places I don't do photos. I don't do photos while I'm eating, and I don't do photos if I'm at a doctor's that. appointment or something. This wasn't even that. Yesterday, I go and have a meeting with the creator of the Wendy Williams show because mm-hmm. I'm destined to get my own show. I'm getting it. Side note to the new barber who cut me, by the way, motherfucker. Um, but anyway, I go to pitch my show. <laughs> I, I put out the Courtney, the Chloe Kardashian story right as I'm walking into the meeting. Meeting goes well. I decide to go to lunch so I can talk because I'm like excited. Meeting went very well. We broke a really big exclusive. Everybody online is like going crazy. And I'm sitting there. I'm not going to say who called me, but I get a FaceTime from somebody who says, Somebody's taking pictures of you where you're eating. And they just posted on the site and said, does anybody want his location? Oh, damn. I'm like, what? Oh, I seen that. And you went the fuck off, Jason. So I turned around and this guy's sitting there and he has his phone like this. So I walked up to him. I said, motherfucker, did you just take a picture of me? And he was like, huh? Did you take a picture? So I, t- so I took his phone. While I'm taking his phone, I'm also <laughs> filming him right there. No, no, that wasn't that wasn't the first. That was the second video because the first one I, I like I, I went a little too hard, so I deleted that video because oh. I, I was about to play, I was about to knock his ass <laughs> the fuck out. So he got away from me and went in the kitchen, and I was like, no, I need to delete because I forgot when you delete a photo, it goes into deleted photos, yeah. so it's still there. So I was like, that nigga didn't delete it from the. Del-. So I went in the kitchen. That's why I filmed the second video, deleted and posted or whatever, and uh, so I so. I called and today and he hasn't been fired because he was off the clock doing that. So now I'm like, no, nah, I'm about to press it. So I'm going to come back up there with cameras. I'm going to keep fucking riding until y'all let him go because he he the, the issue for me wasn't he took a picture. The issue was he sent it to a blog who he knows specifically doesn't like me and said, he's at my job. Do you want his location? Yeah, that's and like they posted endangerment. it for people to come. Yeah, I sat there and finished my lunch too because I was like, listen, my wrong. I told the manager, we're going to tear your whole fucking restaurant up today. All day. Hello. So I said, okay, fuck it. People want the smoke. They can get all the smoke. Right now, officially, everybody can get it. I want it. Come bring it to me. I don't even care. I'm, I'm off the whole let niggas live shit. Because at this point, we either riding together or we not. And I feel like people just have to stop feeling like they can just treat people any type of way. People have to be accountable. Period. Well, he got it yesterday. I saw. So on to Khloe Kardashian. Yesterday, I was getting ready for work. Getting ready for my meeting. And... Alyssa back there calls me and says, oh, hey, what are you doing? Like, what's up? <laughs> We're talking. She says to me that there was a party Tristan had with uh, a bunch of people, randoms, and that he started taking phones and that Jordan Sparks, uh, Jordan Sparks, Jordan, Jordan Sparks. Woods, sorry, Jordan, Jordan Woods, Kylie Jenner's best friend, who's Khloe Kardashian's sister, who also modeled good American jeans for Khloe Kardashian, who just a day before Khloe was on her Instagram showing her Baby love. Girl. Was all up on her man, all up in between his legs. She, he was all up on her. And so I called a contact first and I said, hey, I'm giving you a, a heads up. I'm going to run this story. Just want to like let you know, blah, blah. This person called the Kardashians. Some believed it. Some didn't. Chloe believed it. Chloe called and confronted Jordan. Jordan admitted it. And once I heard that it was confirmed, I put it out. And I just have a lot of problems with that. What did you think when you saw it? Like what? Well, Did I was you guys on the airplane. It? I was on the airplane and I saw the video first <laughs> that you went off on somebody. And then I seen the other one. You were in the car and I'm like, what is going on? And then it ended up on the shaver, but it was on Hollywood Unlocked first. So I saw that and I'm like, what is this? And I just seen you sitting in the car talking about what happened. And I was like, this is, this can't be. <laughs> and then as soon as literally I scrolled down, you were on another blog and I was like, oh shit. Yeah. 
And so, well, because well, Chloe came on to Hollywood Unlocked and, and I seen the comment, yeah, and I saw Malika comment and all that, and I was like, okay, now this gotta definitely be because it was like facts and like the little person with the blowing out the like, yeah. bit, you know. So I was like, oh my god. I mean, I honestly, it's just, it's really a shame because I know Chloe and she's such a sweet person, and to be with Tristan who has publicly embarrassed her not only one time publicly but now this is like what the second time mm-hmm. and to do it with someone who is so close to her who is considered like a little sister i mean it's her sister's best friend you know they've looked out for her kylie has gotten her cars has looked out for her just in just as family mm-hmm. so to do that to what you consider family for people who have looked out for you and who have helped start your career although i'm sure she comes from money too it's just I felt like, man, that, that was a real fucking low blow. Mm-hmm. It was a real low blow, and I just really feel like Jordan ain't really, ain't, she just really ain't no real friend. Mm-hmm. It's fucked up. Right. Man, that's what, like, it's so bad. I had to ask, I had to ask um, Jason, like, is this relationship even real? Because the stuff this dude do is kind of like, it's out of this world. You you cheat with the little sister's best friend? Like, mm-hmm. bruh, how, like, how fucking reckless... How far did you think he was going to go with that? Maybe because he felt like it's in-house. Because he was doing this shit outside and got caught. So maybe he felt like, okay, well, it's in-house now. Is he that damn stupid? They they both were stupid for that. If he's that stupid, then she should have been left him. Like, If you dating a dude or married to a dude or whatever, that's that damn dumb to mess with your little sister's best friend. He should have been thrown First away. First and foremost, That's they, like, I got DMs this morning asking, was I the source that told you? Because they know I know them. So they're like, oh, April, were you the one that was up in the party that was uh like scoping out and saw Tristan kissing uh, Jordan or doing it? I'm like, what the world? Like, they really think I'm the source. Yeah, see, I'm like, no, I wasn't there. I was in the Bahamas. I'm, but like, I'm yeah. part of the people that be on the outside looking in. So you know when they be making up stuff like, oh, the Kardashians make up their own drama or whatever. No, he man. is so sloppy and so bad. I'd be like, I guess it's true because it's no way a dude would do that. Like, bruh. He's just, I don't know what's going on with Tristan, but he ain't fucking smart. And that's just, he don't. He honestly he does not deserve clothes. Well, th- I, I personally think that, Tristan has, and let me be clear to everybody, I have no dog in this fight. I don't, I'm I'm not best friends with Chloe. I don't know Tristan. I've seen him once right. at a club. This is not the first time. Before the first story broke, our team saw him with some girls, booed up, doing all this Damn. and that. And when they sent me, they actually sent me a video of it. I said, we're not going to run that because I don't, I don't know mm-hmm, if it's true. Mm-hmm. And I should have ran it because when there's smoke, there's definitely fire. Right. I have no personal interest. People are saying, oh, Jason got paid by the Kardashians to create a storyline. Listen, I wish I got fucking a check from the Kardashians. <laughs> Chris, if if you do work this into a storyline, mm. I need a goddamn licensing fee. Motherfucker, and some mentions. And, right. a, and a goddamn cameo. But no, I mean, I don't... <laughs> let me be very clear, because Jocelyn Hernandez, she said something yesterday, too, and I commented to her. She said, oh... Um, Jason, did they pay you for this? And I said, we're in our, the integrity of our company is my company is not for sale. You can't pay me to create a story that is uh, not real for right. the sake of getting a bag because then it just tears away the rest of the credibility of every yeah. single thing else I but do. But the first thing that you said when you released that was is that it was factual information. You checked and you made sure first before you had released it that it was sure. factual information. That was the very first thing that I heard. Yeah, and I didn't ambush Chloe. She knew it was coming out. Right. She and was you aware said you of spoke. it. She 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 called and confronted Jordan. She you know what I mean, and she messaged me. She was like, "I'm really upset. I'm going to call you and talk to you about it. But I'm really upset right mm. now." And I you know, Chloe is is one of my favorite Kardashians because she is su- such a real. She comes yeah. off very authentic. And I felt like when I posted it, 
Um, the one thing I also said was, I don't want to hear shit about the Kardashian curse. You know, I'm I'm learning more as I develop more friendships with women and have had Amber Rose on the show and think about my sisters. It's really easy to discredit a woman. True. It's really easy to say, oh, he cheated because she this or she, it ain't don't trip because Kim did this or Kylie did that. I mean, it's always the woman in with with the man. I don't yeah. know why it's like that. Not it's like, when it comes to Tristan, yo. Hell well, no. I don't well, think, no, they still try to do well, that. No, That's what he's talking bro. about, the whole yeah, curse no, stuff they're, and they're all still, that. They still do that. They're still, that. They're still yeah. gonna go back and say, yeah. well, she deserves it because she should have left him the first time. Uh, she she only had a baby <laughs> with him to try to save her relationship. Right, it's, it's always somehow the, the woman. woman always gets the blame. I hear that. It's and always that way. The, the unfortunate part is that, you know, she now has to pick up the pieces and figure it out. Uh, but she gonna be good. Yes, she will. She gonna be okay. Oh, she gonna be all That's right. That's a lifesaver. I if you mess with... Yeah. Already been there, you know what I'm saying. As far as emotionally checking out. So my question is, if you date somebody who has cheated, whether they cheated before you, cheated with somebody, with you on somebody, mm-hmm. or got with mm-hmm. you and cheated on you, would you be? Would you forgive them and keep moving forward? Um, well, for me, I feel like you know I always I'm like an open book. So when I date someone, I always try to keep that like communication there. So, you know, I'll say like, hey, I don't know. I would never cheat on a person. Like if you feel like you're ever going to cheat on me, let's have that conversation because I believe people do change. You know what I'm saying? There's times when you're with someone for a long time and you might want something else. Cool. But just let me know that so that I'm not sitting here being played. Don't play with my emotions. You can be honest with me. We're grown. And for some odd reason, I'm always the one that gets cheated on. You know what I'm saying? Even though I'm very open. And then it's like, oh, well, yeah, I didn't feel like I could be honest. I didn't want to hurt your feelings. But it's like, bitch, I asked you to be honest with me. You know what I'm saying? But so if somebody if, cheats, would you? If they if, cheated on me and they weren't honest with me, I would leave them and I wouldn't look back because I gave you the opportunity to be open and honest with me. But mm-hmm. if you if if you came to me and said you felt like you needed to still sleep with women and I was in a situation like that, I did let the person do that. And I said, just protect me in the interim. And But what if, you were, if you're married and have kids or married or have kids, does it change the decision? I don't think way? so. I think human beings are human beings. And mm-hmm. I really honestly feel like marriage is just to me. For me personally, it's just the license. It, it is that. I don't, I don't really. We talked about this. I really don't want to get married. So I don't know. I don't really like to dip into the marriage thing because I don't think I'm ever going to be married. Mm-hmm. But when it pertains to, you know, if someone's going to cheat, I just feel like there's no point when you're a grown ass man or a grown ass woman. There are so many fish in the fucking sea. Just be honest. Mm-hmm. Just be honest. Stop playing with people's emotions and heart. Like, people really are invested in relationships. What about you? Uh, yeah, if you cheat on me, I can't say it's a deal breaker. I can't say cheating is a deal breaker. We just kind of, you know, as you get older, you have kids and you with somebody. Say, especially if I have kids with somebody and they cheated, we need to figure out why that person exactly. cheated. And if it's something you've been doing, like now, if I didn't, you, I didn't heard you'd have been with five other, <laughs> five other dudes, that's different. Right. But if you just cheated once... That seemed like a conversation. Like I can't say it's a deal breaker, but you know I can see how you could say like I'm just over it because you could have been honest. But for me, I can't. Uh, it's not a deal breaker for me. Well, yeah, because if I give you the opportunity to be honest and you're not, then it makes me feel like I can't trust but you. But here's and that's the, the part thing. that I don't like. This is why I look at it like that because I have cheated. So <laughs> you probably haven't cheated before. I don't know. No, I, I che- haven't. See, so I, I've cheated before, so I know. Yeah, but There's you probably a, wasn't uh, honest about it is what I'm saying. You probably wasn't telling the girl like, yo, you're probably, you, you're not giving me affection. You're not giving me attention and all these things, which is probably why, I don't know, maybe exactly. why you cheated. That's why I have a little bit more My empathy. Point. So if somebody cheated on me, because I cheated so damn much in the past, I'd be like, you know what? Let me hear you out and see. I mean, I'll hear you out, but I'm saying if, I give it, if I'm giving a person the opportunity to be honest and you're not honest in the interim when we've talked about this numerous amounts of times, then you're, then you're going to get left because that makes me feel like I cannot trust you. And I believe that when a person gives you room to be who you are, be the fuck who you are and who you say you are. That's well, it. I think part of the problem is, and, I I, and, and let me say that, I, one, men cheat. 
I'm put that out there. 100%. Ladies, if you're laying up with your man, he's texting another bitch, his dick done been in some other pussy. He's just a cheater. It is what it is. And every man can go mm. on my life and say, oh, that's not true. That's not true. Whether you cheated before, whether man. you're going to cheat a la- later, or whether you're cheating now, men cheat. Not black men. The second part is- um, <laughs> We don't cheat. I mean, I don't even want to make this about race. Bottom line is men cheat. I don't give a fuck if you Persian with, with a goddamn cornbrow on your back. Your ass is a fucking <laughs> cheater because men cheat. True. But the second part of it all is- I find it fascinating how women get trashed in the cheating. Now, Jordan, on the other hand, with this, though, yellow fat ass got <laughs> so much goddamn money with these Kardashians. You got the good American deal. You got the makeup line. What nobody thinking of you as a beauty influence. I don't give a fuck if they put a space between that gap and oh, fucking put your lips together so your lips wasn't on Tristan's dick. You still weren't fucking, a, you weren't cute to me. But anyway... Nah, you was cute. But anyway, you still... She was kind of pretty. I mean, for a fat girl, for sure. But not fat shaming, because I'm fat, so fat people could call other people fat. That's just this is like okay. a nigga saying nigga, right? All right. She ain't fat. She ain't that fat, Jason. I apologize to the Ariana Grande fans. Yes. Oh, my God, you did, and I was so proud of you for that, because I was getting slandered because of you. So, everybody, I still love Ariana Grande. It wasn't me that time. We all was going down. Y'all are some real hardcore fans. I got to really respect that. Nah, fuck all that. But but look, can I say one thing? Jason, a grown-ass man, y'all, so don't be mad at me for not saying some shit. I'm tired of y'all asses, (laughs) okay? Let me be very clear about what I apologize for, (laughs) because my apology was kind of... Oh God, Jason! Please! No, 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 no! Don't no, take it no, back! No, no, it was the, it was a divide. I spent a lot. Of, I don't apologize. I don't apologize. Let me be clear: if you're listening to my voice, if you hate me, like me, talk about me, good or bad, I make you money. Every time you say my name, every time you add me, every time you go to my page, hate, add people, th- threaten me, make memes. They made a fucking video of the Beehive, the Arianators, and the Barb's all teaming up like Destiny's Child to come and fucking kill me. <laughs> and, the, and, 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 and the anime actually stabbed me and beat me with a bat and beat me in the streets, bloody and everything. I well, put it on my Instagram. Good. It was the funniest thing in the world. Let me be clear. It all make just the way my business works. It makes me money. To m- want me to lose means just do not comment on anything. Unfollow everything. Don't talk to me. Don't at me. Don't tell nobody. Don't talk about me. If you all stop talking, I'll stop making money and I will hurt. If you talk about me, good or bad, I make money. So let me tell you, the, <laughs> the reason why I apologize wasn't because I because I thought she looks like a little girl because I do, and a lot of people do. Yeah. And I hold on. Let me let me go through my thing. Hold on, because I want to get this fucking clear. I don't want to. I want people to lose it because everybody thought like there's people you shouldn't apologize. You apologize. I really. Don't apologize for that. I don't apologize for uh, really anything I said other than the part of the the, the uh, R. R. Kelly, Kelly thing. That yeah. part was a little too far, you know, and <laughs> I feel like had I reviewed the show before I put it out, I probably would have cut that out because it was just a little too much. And mm-hmm. sometimes when I get going, it's just like, you just fuck, go. I just go. So I'm not apologizing for nothing else anymore. I do apologize for that. So if you're listening to this, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'm sorry. For that. Oh, that's so big of you. So. Wait, Damage, what was you going to say about my apology? You didn't like my apology? It had nothing to do with your apology. Oh. You said, you know, we all think she looks like a little girl. I'm like, I don't think she looks like a little girl. Oh, yeah, he was the one that was saying that, but I, yeah. Oh, okay. You, when you, I say you guys, we you guys all, are going back and forth about Jermaine When I say we all, my views are me and all the friends in my head, not we here at the show. All yeah. the friends in my head. I ain't the only one in the room in this chair. This I mean, like she's a 15 petite, motherfuckers. She's petite, but she's cute. She's I'm so not cutie. petite shaming. I don't shame bodies. But either. this is the crazy part. How can you be mad at me for skinny shaming her? 
come on my page and fat shame me. I have feelings too. I may not. <laughs> Wait, that was a joke? That wasn't yeah. a joke. Oh, see? I, no, I do have feelings. People think I'm this, 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 uh, so uh, uh, Trey Songs called me, texted me yesterday and go, because he saw the sal- the thing at the restaurant and he's like, bro, what the fuck you on today? I'm like, I'm not on shit. There are days that you just have enough and you like, you know, I'm not letting you do that to me today. I'm not going to let you do that to me. But this is the other reason why there's some reality shows that I can't be on because I really feel like if somebody really beat me up in front of the world, they're going to die. They're going to die or they're going to have to get the fuck out of the city. That's, that ain't even shouldn't be no gangster. That's just on some, I got, I got resources and it's not happening that way. Mm. You throw all the shade you want. Mm-mm-mm. Throw all the shade you want. That's how I met Jason. He was about to beat somebody up outside the club. Met Jason, I thought Where? he worked at Chipotle, <laughs> and he always brings that up to people. And I am so sorry because I I don't know I don't know. Chipotle got too much gluten. You know I didn't know nothing. You know <laughs> I saw him and I'm not like, eating oh gluten. I'm, I'm tired of gluten. <laughs> I've been getting this delivery to my house. It's a little breakfast wrap with chicken and tomatoes and arugula. By the way, I hate arugula, but it has this little wrap. And I and I made myself believe that this was some type of uh, vegan wrap. Mm. Nah, that shit is gluten. Mm. So my trainer was like, yo, you like that rap? I'm like, man, this shit's so good. He was like, well, that's cheese and gluten. I'm like, damn, you just ruined a fucking moment. Double. <laughs> All right, well, uh, let's move in to right. some other topics. So Steve Harvey says that he regrets his bad choice of words with Monique. Mm. So it seems like they had an interview um, last Wednesday where they discussed the actress feelings being blackballed in Hollywood. Um, things quickly took a turn for the worse when Harvey disagreed with Monique's refusal to do additional Oscar campaigning after winning the Academy Award. Um, during the interview, she explained how she felt and her, her and her husband, which is her manager, Sidney Hicks, got labeled as difficult to work with by the precious producers. And um, in the interview, the actress said she felt betrayed by Harvey when he publicly scrutinized her without talking to her first. So um, what do you guys think about that? Do you feel like... I actually watched the show... Okay. And you know, I was on the Steve Harvey show. I taped it last week. It airs on Friday. Okay. Steve, when he gets to talking, he just talks really fast. It's similar to me. I will talk. I mean, there'll be times damaged. I'd be like, why you didn't jump in? He'd be like, because yeah, you, you were don't going. Let us. It really is. A, it, <laughs> he don't let us, y'all. Wait, <laughs> it really, it really is. I don't want to say it's a weakness, but I will say it is definitely like a challenge yeah. for people who in their minds have so much going on that mm-hmm. they just want to get it out. Mm-hmm. And I know that Oprah's successful because she's a way better listener than mm-hmm. she is a talker. Um, and I'm not Oprah. Uh, but I watched the interview and I totally get the criticism, you know, from a objective standpoint. I get it. Like, this is her friend. He's trying to get his point across. Right. He really wants her to be successful and get through this blacklisting. But rather than letting her find her way out of it, He's trying to get in her head, which yeah. is not good for talking. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. I think, you know, watching it objectively, like you said, you could see the point where it's like, ah, but I also seen the passion that he wanted to help his friend. It seemed like he was so upset, like he was blacklisted. He was just yeah. like, I'm trying to help you get out of this. Right. But your method might not be her method. Like right. you look at somebody like a, um, Dave Chappelle, mm-hmm. they said he was crazy walking away from all that money. But 10 years later, he came back and got a huge check and did things on his terms. So right. who's to say that Monique might not be the genius in this situation where she walked away or didn't want to do something a certain way and she comes back on top? Like Not the story. even just that, but she can walk away knowing and within herself yeah. that she feels good about being honest mm. about what it is. 
um, that she has gone through. You know what I'm saying? And what other people are probably going through because when you're silent and you don't say certain things, it's almost like you're not really helping. You're not helping yourself and you're not helping other people who are probably going through the same thing. Now, re not recently, but a while ago, the movie production people, whatever the heck it's called, they were criticizing Kevin Hart because he wouldn't promote movies he did on his Instagram. He's like, you got to pay me for that. Mm. And now you got Monique here who they were like, oh, you need to do some extra press for the movie. She's like, no, y'all need to pay me more for that. And I know they was mad at Kevin calling him difficult, but they didn't write him off. Right. So it was just like, damn, it, it, do, it do kind of show a little sexism in the game where Kevin Hart did the same exact thing. Like, no, just because I do the movie, you have to pay me to advertise on my page. I, this is my page. Right. And they're thinking they're supposed to just get some free promo. So when he stood his ground with that, it seemed like everything turned out OK. But Monique, she's still blacklisted. It's like, oh, she's still difficult. It's like she's just doing her, knowing her worth. Well, this is this is what I understand. OK, <clears throat> if I was Monique, I fought all my life to get to where I am. I finally make it in my mind because I'm in an Oscar-nominated project. Right. Um, now y'all want me, even with all this success, to go out and do more free promo. I ain't doing nothing else free. I could see her thinking that. But when you're on a project, your first project at that level, with an Oprah, a Tyler Perry, and a Lee Daniels, all three of which are black excellence at its highest, mm -hmm. all of which are telling you outside the room, look, we understand what you're saying, but like, just go with the flow to get this done. Mm -hmm. I would have fucking did it. And I wouldn't have felt like a sellout because there are so many sacrifices I've taken to build Hollywood Unlocked. Else, <clears throat> not having money, spending all my money, just doing crazy shit and on the surface making it look very good because I'm, you can call it fake it till you make it, but I'm building my brand because right. I see my vision and I know I'm going to get there. Like for me, I've said many times, mm -hmm. I'm going to sell Hollywood Unlocked for 500 million. I remember the first time I said that. So Don't sell. I'm going to sell Hollywood. This is a build to sell business because I want other. I want to do other things. I don't want to do this forever. Talk about right. it. Don't get it. Don't get it twisted. That doesn't mean I won't eventually one day become the co-anchor of Good Morning America or go do something different. I don't know what my aspirations are because they're still evolving. For me, right. though, I do want to be able to get to wealth so I can invest and move my money around and live my fucking life. Mm -hmm. Right. So when I started building Hollywood Unlocked, I said, yeah, I'm building it for 500 million. I had my vision. So many people. To this day, I see them out at restaurants or I, they, or, I, or I break a big story and I get a call. And they're like, you're doing everything you said you were. I can't believe you could. you." I listened to what you just said. You couldn't believe it. But I believe. It doesn't mean that it wasn't real or believable. You're not a visionary that everybody else thinks you are because you've been around longer than me. You've been in the mm -hmm. game. I never worked for nobody. I never was a, a intern, celeb, uh, employee. I started Hollywood Unlocked from an idea and I worked my ass off until people started believing in it. Now, I will say where I think Monique fucked up was one, she should have gone along to play along. I'm using that words to get people riled up, mm -hmm. but meaning she should have been more strategic about how she leveraged what they were asking for to work in her benefit. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I would have been there with Oprah, Tyler Perry, Lee Daniels, across overseas, internationally. I'd have been setting up business deals. I'd have been doing all types of shit. Make it worthwhile. To make like, it work for right. me. Make it make sense. I'm not going right. to get a check, but Oprah, I need you to post this for me. Yeah. I'm not going to get a check, but Tyler, I need you no, to look at the sense. script that I wrote. Yeah. Right. I would have leveraged the relationship because there's more value in the relationship than a check, number one. Mm -hmm. Number two, she did stand up and said Richard Pryor would be happy that she said Tyler Perry, Oprah, and Lee Daniels could suck my dick. Now, 
Listen. See, I didn't know where all this was stemming from, so now this makes she sense. She did a stand-up to... show where she Man. was telling what had happened, mm -hmm. and she said, Tyler Perry, Oprah Winfrey, and Lee Daniels, if I had a dick, you could suck it. Wow. Now, okay, in the black community, we ain't got a lot of Oprahs. Mm -hmm. We ain't got a lot of Tyler Perrys. We ain't got a lot of Lee Daniels at that level. Mm-hmm. You did it to get your point across and to amplify your mad, and it backfired on you. Mm -hmm. And now you mad because niggas ain't fucking with you. Mm -hmm. That's, I think, what Steve was trying to say. I, yeah. It's I, like I, instead I like, of just just coming off top, you should have mm -hmm. really kind of thought about what it is that you were saying. But you more said strategic. It. More yeah. strategic. I mean, that's you what I'm saying. It. So I agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know what it was that she did. I never really under, you know, and so you just broke it down to me. But no, you make perfect sense about that. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not, and I, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe some people say, no, you're wrong, you know, but this is a conversation I had with Nick Cannon yesterday via text. He's in Dubai. The whole T.I. Floyd Gucci thing. Yeah. Wait a minute. Y'all mad at Gucci. First of all, all the rappers in the argument, with with the, with the exception of Nick Cannon, got to where they are profiting off of the struggle mm -hmm. of selling dope in the hoods to other black people, carrying guns and shooting at or being in shootouts or fights with other black people. Most of the rappers that are talking right now, I'll just say one in particular, T.I., you cheated on your wife in front of your children. You showed him that you weren't a good father. <clears throat> How many of us in the room, we could raise our hand, came from a broken family? But does that mean you're not a good father when you cheat? You're not, a good, you're not a good example to your children when the person that gave them life isn't good enough for you to respect and appreciate The only her. The reason why I say that is because, you know, I know that I think it's public that they kind of do things together. So it's like... I, Right? No? Okay, maybe No, not. I know what you're talking about. So it's like when you open I, up the floodgates to allow people into your relationship. Here. That's the whole thing, but well, yeah. But, but my point is, my point is, my point is, T.I. is not my Malcolm X. T.I. is not my, no rapper yeah. on Instagram is my Martin Luther King. Right. You're not going to tell me when I have to be black, how to express being black, how to ban certain things. See, people got social media fucked up, and this is what I told Nick. Nick, I think, is doing the best at educating black people through his podcast. He mm -hmm. is putting black men and women on in positions of employment. Mm -hmm. He's a classy example of how to raise his children <laughs> with his uh, baby moms who he's not in relationships with. Mm -hmm. And he's making money all across the board out here. So mm -hmm. he's a positive. He's going to Harvard right now as a student. That's dope. He's, the chair, he's on the board of Nickelodeon. He fucking has... All, I mean, he, Nick Cannon is a great he's example. A no, yeah. he's a man. But you're going to co-sign T.I. who comes up with a song called fuck nigga, and uses another black man, Floyd Mayweather, on the cover of his song to illustrate the point of how we all should unify. I don't understand that. Help me with that. I don't know it. So you Help you understand it? <laughs> Help me understand it. how putting another black person on a banner of detest for whatever you perceive to be anti-black or anti-movement is somehow a way of unifying our people on a message. I mean, it's not. It's just his personal opinion that he feels like he's not in agreement. So it's like he's coming out of anger and you know what I'm saying? Like that's all to me triggered out of anger. But like we were talking about the last show, instead of doing that, we should just support black brands. You know what I'm saying? Like I just really feel like that is what's most important. And I think we just all of us don't do it enough. And it does start with yeah. the top influencers influencing other people who actually look up to a T.I. or a Floyd you know what I'm saying? We should be banding together and not fighting over a fucking yeah. Gucci. Like, I think that's it's no. I think right now is not a time to be taking energy to argue with each other. Like you said, it's like, it's put your money Come where on, your man. mouth is. It's time to just support, support. If you feel like this negative energy, turn that shit into something positive and, and do something. Because 
Both of those dudes got money, Floyd and T.I., and both of them have huge influence where they could do something positive instead of go back and forth with each other. So that's and really how I feel about that. And set the example in showing that there's brotherhood, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, fighting over fucking Gucci. Agree to disagree. Just but don't it, talk right. to but each other But it goes a all. little deeper. Remember. No, I know. On this story, on this show, we've broken a few things. One, T.I. thinks Floyd slept with Tiny. Right, so. I know for a fact they haven't. <laughs> And I'm not. If I put out that information right now, the internet would go crazy. They have not. They didn't mess around, but they got into a big old physical fight over this, right? Mm -hmm. Then, um, remember, uh, I don't. Well, you guys probably remember this, but uh, our fans do. Escape was coming on our show, scheduled to be on our show, out there in the lobby. Ti found out they were here, told them don't come. So you're not supporting black brands. And if you're the ambassador of hope and change and all things Gucci, no pun intended, how you let the Super Bowl come into your hood? Nick Cannon spent, this is what I was trying to tell Nick yesterday, you spent the time the Super Bowl was playing with Cap. Everybody else in Atlanta profited from the Super Bowl. Parties, concerts, this and that. Rappers at the, at the, at the you know, Big Boy performed. It's mm -hmm. Atlanta royalty. Why is everybody mad at Floyd for wearing Gucci? Why weren't you mad at all the niggas who performed at the Super Bowl? I just feel like for me, it's, it's being, it's the hypocrisy. And this is why I say I don't jump on I don't bandwagon movements for me because for me to jump on the we banning Gucci for three months, when did we have a meeting to talk about that? We're on the other end. Dapper Dan scheduled a meeting in Harlem with the president and CEO mm. of Gucci to come up with terms of how they could roll it out together and partner and the town hall meeting to bring more people to the table. That's leadership to me. So that, that's where yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. And this ain't personal because I, I want to interview T.I. T.I., if you're listening, <coughs> please, you ain't got to come on the show, but I'd love to sit down with you. Y'all want to get into this Jesse Smollett update? How about we get into it? This is I going prefer to get right. into Jesse Smollett, but uh, that time has passed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so allegedly this big attack on Jesse Smollett was rehearsed. It was all fake, allegedly. Okay, so police claim that the two brothers, the two Nigerian brothers, I can't pronounce their name, I don't want to mess it up, but Abel and Ola. Osundario. Osundario revealed that uh, they got in a car with Jesse, looked for a location, uh, found a, like a good location right outside the actor's door, blah, mm -hmm. blah, blah. They rehearsed it. Um, he told them to get physical. And according to sources, allegedly, they said this attack was rehearsed and planned because the, the what is it, the hate letter that he got to Fox wasn't big enough. I guess he didn't get enough reaction from that, so he wanted to schedule something bigger. Um, what I do want to say quickly is it seemed like as soon as they got those boys in that police office, they started singing. Like, it didn't take them no time to be like, it's all fake. I don't know what the cops said to them. But as soon as them two dudes went in, this whole thing just turned upside down. Like, Jesse, if you're going to hire some people to uh, make something up, you got to get some real goons that's not going to just snitch on you like that. It, it didn't take them but an hour. It seemed like they was in there for a couple minutes, <laughs> but their lawyer was like, look, it's all fake. I don't know if they were scared of getting locked up because this is a big thing. But, I think but, he's going to face jail time. Oh, gosh. But is it, like, confirmed that it's actually fake? Well, Jesse hasn't uh, said anything specific. He's turned his comments off. There's been a lot of speculation. Let me first start by saying that um, having having known Jesse, this doesn't sound like something he would do. Like, right. But on the flip side, fame does some crazy shit to people. When you yeah. don't, when you feel like that spotlight is starting to dim or, or get away from you, you will do some dumb ass shit. Mm. And I'm just thinking like, we live in the world of receipts. There's receipt keepers out there like me looking for them. 
And if you hire them, chat with them through Instagram. I guess he used to follow them. He unfollowed them. We just posted the other day a picture of Lee Daniels with the guy, one of the guys. So mm. apparently the guy worked on the background of the show. Yeah, he was an extra. I will tell you that uh, the president's son, this is the other thing. You got the president's kids trolling you on Instagram. I ain't that. This, this is the end of days. The, the, the God is coming back. Between the climate <laughs> control, like it's freezing in LA. It's been raining for three weeks. It's below. I heard, LA. It, was, I heard it was snowing it's, too up by Magic it's Mountain. It's below forty in the country. There's a vortex. Vortex used to be a riot at fucking Magic Mountain. Now it's a goddamn <laughs> weather storm in the East it's Coast. Fucking ridiculous. We're living in the end of days. Jordan, what's the girl's name? Jordan uh, Woods. Came out the woods on some bullshit. <laughs> oh, came out the woods. That could be a sex tape if one. Uh, came out oh. the woods. Came out the woods. Wow. Get, or went in the woods. Wow. The woods is a scary place. <laughs> no, All right, but anyway, shout out to Jesse. No, bro. I'm kind of upset at Jesse, man, because if this is true, if he didn't make this up, bro, like, I hate when, don't you hate when people say, oh, you set us back something, something years, but you really do. Like, you like, give, that wasn't. people are fighting their ass off for change and for movement, and you're criminalizing so many things, and you give people that already hate our culture right. so much ammo to talk shit, like, I was listening to some AM station in this Uber ride and they were just going in, you know, some right wing station. And I guess he's a Trump supporter and mm -hmm. God bless him. But they were just going in on Jesse so much. Like, you see what they do? They lie and put MAGA hats on people. and They try to do this. And it's like, it's really true. Like, you can't criminalize certain things because guess what? If they couldn't prove that this was a lie, hopefully it's not. But if it is. You can cause a riot in Chicago. People can go at the police because right. why didn't the police do more to find out who it was, right? Then you're going at people that that's Trump supporters. Like you could have really created a whole yeah, violent they, situation. They made it seem and like the, it was and, super racist. And the crazy you know? part. Yeah. And the crazy part is if he intended for all of this, this is what he wanted. And this is the crazy part because I ended up at a house party the other day. It was probably 20 people. Mm -hmm. And one of the people there was Logan Paul. Logan Paul, one of the biggest YouTubers yeah. who went to Japan. I think it was Japan or China. Wherever he went to the suicide forest yeah. or whatever and did the vlog. And he was on Good Morning America. He got infamy from it. I remember <clears> texting <throat> him and saying, hey, Logan, man. Hey, bro. Because, I, I mean, I have a heart. I tell people all the time, I have a fucking heart. I text him. I said, hey, bro, I hope you're okay. And he said, I'm great. And I remember feeling like, oh, you enjoying all this shit. He's been able to take it. I just saw a video for like 20 minutes, recreate a whole 20-minute story about how he dug himself out the ashes and is doing all these things and how he had this epiphany and how he locked into boxing so he could channel his energy. I mean, he branded it himself very well out of the storm, but he went through the storm mm. to get to infamy. Right. If I literally sat in my house all day long dropping receipts, boom, 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 I would get infamy. I get shot at one oak, but I get infamy. <laughs> but if I get shot at one oak and I survive, now nah, I really now now it's now I'm on Good Morning America. Now I'm on here. That's the way. That's our world that we live in. It's crazy. And it's so. Man. It's so, so. That's what he wanted. I think that's what you were saying. So he so, wanted to get attacked and survive for the infamy to be the martyr. Who is martyr? The right word? Yeah. Kind to of, be well, the martyr who who actually a modern day martyr who actually picked up the torch. For those who are suffering injustice, black, gay, uh, and and those on the left with the right wing uh, government, yeah. But the only thing is, you hired some niggas to do it. You hired some niggas to do it. He I hired two hold on, Nigerians hold on, hold on, to hold on, do it. Hold on, hold on. First of all, I love Nigeria, and I'm working with Africa right now, so I ain't about to go there. But I ain't fucking hiring any of y'all to do no dirt. I ain't hiring black people to do dirt. I'm hiring a fucking white boy or an Asian. Why? 
they're never going to go and arrest the Asian. Never. Asian, you know, you don't look at an Asian and go, he's doing high crime. Maybe money laundering, but he's not, <laughs> he's not fucking beating the niggas down with nooses and bleach. Whatever them cops had on them, <laughs> they told right away. Yep. Yeah, we got in the whole rundown now. Like, yeah, he hired that us. He called us before. Uh, we picked him up at five. Like, they got the whole rundown. Yeah, but what if they are lying? What if this is true? I don't true? think they're what if lying. Because he can go to jail for this. Know. And if people are saying, oh, Jason, you're being colorist, saying black people snitch. Let me tell you why. Let me <laughs> my, tell you my point of reference. Black people snitch. Now, let me tell you my point of reference. I will fucking snitch. I will tell. <laughs> Jason, you're going away for prison for racketeering. I'm sorry. April picked us up. Oh, shit. <laughs> we rode by Marion. We rode by Marion house. Damn it, started shooting. I was like, what is happening? Right. You know, then I got out Ubered home. Here's well, the receipt from the Well, then I guess he ain't Uber. no real friend. You hear this? He basically tell me he Damn. ain't no real friend. Nah, I'm just playing. I don't do but, dirt. All my dude, I, I do all my dirt on myself. I'm but you know what? It's a lot. Truth <laughs> to what uh, Jason is saying because... Jesse went on a, where was he at? He was like, I'm the gay Tupac. He, oh, he went to Troubadour to perform. By he the way. He was feeling himself, right? I, the gay Tupac. I was, I was, okay, you know what? I'm done. I was beating myself up because I didn't go there to support him that night, too. But when I saw the video come out the next day talking about, I'm the gay Tupac. <laughs> okay, let's just be clear. Who called me the gay Tupac yesterday? Somebody <laughs> called me the gay Tupac on he Instagram. Serious, he said okay, it. I'm he done. said it. That's when I was like. My brow, my brow is not uh, movable like that, but my brow was like this. Because, Jesse, my nigga, you not Tupac. And ain't no gay Tupac. Like, what in the world? Because I'm going to tell you right now, I'm the gay Oprah. <laughs> <laughs> Even though they say Oprah gay. Even though you don't listen. Why? You just said you didn't listen before. He said why? Oh, I didn't hear <laughs> you. Ha-ha joke. Oh. <laughs> What's up, y'all? It's time for another Hollywood hookup. So recently, hey. I've been trying to get my entrepreneurship on. I've been sending out merchandise and T-shirts and oh, yeah. all that stuff. And a huge help that I've been using lately, I'm going to give y'all my secret. What is it? I've been using Stamps.com. Now, we're in L.A. Nobody has time for this traffic or going to the post office because it's absolutely nuts in there. So I've been using Stamps.com, and you can do everything you do at the post office oh, in your yeah. home. So stamps.coms bring all the amazing services of the U.S. Postal Service right to your home. So Right to your door. That's right. If you're sending out small invoices, if you're an online seller like me, shipping out products, everything you can think of, you can send out thousands of packages a day, and stamps.com handles it with ease. What? Who doesn't want that, people? Exactly. So with stamps.com, you can simply use your computer to uh, print out U.S. Postal Service 24 hours a day, any letter, any package, Ow. any kind of mail from anywhere you are. It's just incredible. Easy. Stamps.com is a no-brainer, saving you time and money. And no wonder why over 700,000 small businesses is already using 700,000? 700,000. Wow. That's a lot. I almost couldn't say it as so many. It's like a lot of zeros. <laughs> but they're all using Stamps.com. Right. So right now, our listeners get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage, and a digital scale without any long-term commitment. And you heard, that's free. Just go to stamps.com, click the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in unlocked. That's stamps.com and enter unlocked. What else is going on? So Twitter is working on adding clarification feature for uh, old tweets. Um, they're considering this feature that is going to allow users to add context and clarification and the CEO, Jack Dorsey, said the one thing that we're seeing more broadly within the culture right now in this particular moment is people, quote, unquote, which is being canceled because of past things that they have said on Twitter or various other places in social media. So um, 
I guess this is going to allow you to go back and kind of clarify what it is that you've said, your mistakes that you've made on social media people, like a Kevin Hart who was, uh, you know, That's pretty much disliked well, for, for saying things back in the past. So I had 89,000 tweets Damn. and I deleted every single one of those bitches. That's a, because you do say shit. Somebody just posted a tweet where they're like, they're trying to take me down. People try to take me down every day. I'm just let y'all know. My friend Jen, uh-huh. to know her is to know she's super sarcastic and super, she has like the most reckless ass mouth. She tweeted before something like, um, damn, I'm looking for a date rape. It was a dumb, who uh-huh, knows, uh-huh. 2010. And I retweet, who's down for a date rape? And I retweeted it and said, I'm in. Now, I was saying in my mind, you can come date rape me, even though it may have been inappropriate. Yeah. But also, you have to remember, in the times, things are different. Right. Back then, joking around about date rape probably wasn't as bad, clearly, because nobody said anything about it as it is now, where if you say, I want to grab a titty, oh, me too. Right. But I have a feature for you that's coming to Twitter. Now you can clarify that tweet by just saying what you just said. You can do a real retweet and go back in 2009. <laughs> who? I feel like a better feature that Twitter could have is just delete all the old fucking tweets. They have that. They said they're going to the, add some context. Well, there's there's an app that does that. But let me just tell you, fuck you, start- you, fuck you finding my old tweets. I said everything I said. I, there are some things where I go, ooh, but I'm getting Listen, attacked for other things. I ain't got time to People act like people it. don't change and people don't say shit when they're 22 and then they turn 30 and it's like they are more awoke and more aware. And it's like, oh, okay, I've grown up. Man, ain't nobody got time for that you shit. Better go delete it. You know, ain't nobody got time for that shit. Because everybody has transitioned and said some shit they really didn't mean to say at one point in their motherfucking lives. And the simple you cuss fact, a lot. You know, when I think I about- I do cuss a lot. My <laughs> son did say that. He blasted me out on Instagram a lot of time. Mom, you cuss. I, you cuss. <laughs> so right. no, stay doing you. But, I get it from my mom. But I will say, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes this show reminds me that I'm not living up to my fullest potential. <laughs> Why you because there are times where, like, you know, I want to be, I see Michelle Obama and I go, God, I wish I was, damn, that's black excellence. I wish I was that. And then I come here and it's like, I throw it all out the window. <laughs> <laughs> because, they're, because, like, how we're talking about these tweets, they're, I know there's going to be a time in my career where they look back at this show and go, in 2019, you said, you know, and then Ariana Grande clip's going to come up. I'm going to be like, well, you know, I really I didn't apologized. Damage wrote that on my script. I was reading with Damage. <laughs> All right. Okay, so Amanda discovers that a stranger has moved into his home with her children. This oh, is damn. really this is really interesting. So a South Carolina man comes home to find that a woman and her two children have moved into the house. His name is Kent Foster. He arrived home and he was unable to open up the front door. So he calls 911. 911 comes and this woman is in his house with his clothes on and his wife's clothes on his children as well um on her children as well so i mean and what she say when he walked in that it was not his house she told him what she said she's what you doing here can I, she, no, 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 no. what she said was can i help you in his house See, um, she should have been playing to me if there's a stranger in my house <laughs> um what if I, she called the cops on him i have this phobia it's this, i'm gonna tell you one of my phobias oh, i'm gonna sound like a little bitch but whatever okay. I check every closet in every room and everything before I go to sleep. And I double check my door being locked twice because I always think there's somebody in my house. Me too. 
I is lock that my, weird? I lock my doors and I lock my bedroom door because I'm like, if someone does break in, God forbid, at least my door will be locked and it'll take them a little bit of time and I can call 911 and then I can set the alarm off. You got to put a little protection under your pillow. Well, then that's the other thing. Where do you put your gun? If you put it in your bed and then somehow I get into a fight with Tristan Thompson and I'm reaching for the gun and I shoot myself, like... The you know dreaming, what? you know, like I just don't want to, like I put get, it in your drawer next to your bed and put a safety lock I on it. I need to buy a drawer next to my bed, Jason. <laughs> I, I haven't fully developed my bedroom. It's okay. cute, it's cute, hey, look, but I mean, it can be spruced up a little bit. I watch two scary movies, so no, y'all getting off topic. I yeah, want to know what no, y'all you, think you about put this. One if in the kitchen, house. <laughs> you put one in the living room and one in the bedroom. That's where you put it at. Nah, there'll be niggas at my house and shit. Sometimes the shit gets really interesting. They get to reach and I get to reach and there's a shootout. And, stuff. <laughs> no, and then no, I got to explain the security why so, there's a bloody body up there. No, so if you come home and you done went out with your son and you come home and there's a woman with her kids up in your crib and she got Boy, on kids. and the kids got on your son's clothes oh, damn. and they just chilling watching a movie. And she say, well, she's, can I help you? What you going to do? Call the goddamn cops. That's it. Come pick her up. Well, if yeah, I, I don't want to touch okay. her. She look crazy. So let's give me the scenario. I come home. Yeah. There's a fine-ass nigga in my house with two kids. <laughs> and they're his. Well, she was fine. But he's fine. I'm giving you my scenario. <laughs> he, he ain't got nowhere to go, and the kids would be homeless and not go to school and, and become a product of a bad environment without my support. And he's fine. He can stay. I'm so done with you. She can't stay at my house with them kids. So if you were to move into any celebrity's home and take over their life, who would it be? Kris Jenner. I'm going to tell you why. Her motherfucking closet is on. I mean, I couldn't wear that shit. But if I could, like, flip it and it'd mm -hmm. be my, my stuff, her fucking house is fly. Bomb as hell. Have you seen her house? The new yeah. one. Oh, no, I don't, you know what? I don't know. You, you walk in and it's like angels in the fucking background because she has oh. a surround system where you can't see shit. First of all, her bar is on the second level because they're like, you want, some you want some drinks? And then they went upstairs to get the cocktail. I'm like, and I t I'm texting yeah. my friend next to me. I'm like, to the top. This bitch rich. <laughs> this bitch bar is on the second floor. This bitch got martinis. You can't even see who's pouring the martini. Who poured the fuck? Then she, out of nowhere, she says, you want guacamole? She had homemade guacamole made. <laughs> Chris Jenner really is a She's living magician. that life. Nah, but I, I would want to. I would take over Nick Cannon life, man. You just made him sound so amazing. His house? Yeah, I don't his know life. his house look house, but if he I go said his house, life, the man's look, life. You said take over his life. life. If you said that, that's the question you asked. I did. <laughs> no, I, you said if you can oh, move into somebody's house and take over their yes, life. Yes, 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 yes. But move into their house and take over their life. Who would it be? Yeah, it's true. So you answered that right. Yeah, I take over Nick Cannon. I don't know what his house look like. I take his life. I'll be all right. Yeah. Okay. Cool. He seemed cool. Based on your friendship with Drew, maybe you can switch uh, roles with Moniz. Oh. You know what, you motherfucker. I probably would want, just because, like, I just love Kim, and I love her fashion, and I love um, the lavishness, you know? Like, you she's the bomb. She's beautiful. She, she, I would want to be Kim K. She has a yogurt machine in her house. Yeah. I've seen and her that. body is so bomb. You know, so you know you fake as hell when a motherfucker offer you yogurt at night. You don't want it, but you still go eat it. <laughs> You know, because, you know, we we like to get in people's houses to see what's going on. Just look around and does everything look expensive? But, you know, shit, they live like in like a fucking mausoleum. Anyway, <laughs> all right. So is there anything you want to promote before we get out of here? Um, Yeah. So I did a record threes company. There's a video out just as well as Should Have Known Better video out. iTunes, both songs and YouTube. Go watch the video. Um, Yeah. They said I made a little mini porn. It wasn't a mini porn, guys. Yeah, Kay. people were tagging me in the video talking about, oh, you're a bad influence. Look at what you got April doing. I'm like, I don't know nothing about her creativity. 
outside the show. <laughs> but I don't understand. What am I saying? I, like, I thought it looked great. How was I supposed to make a video when it's called Three's Company? You're supposed to show, like... People want... I'm telling you, people want you to be this buttoned-up, quiet mouse that doesn't have an opinion and doesn't speak. They they love when I didn't say a thing. Mm. Mm. Why, guys? Why? So, Damage, what you got going on? Yo, man, we got a relationship podcast called Dualities. You can check it out on my Instagram, at the real DJ Damage. And... I got new vlogs with me and my son, Sunday Fun, on uh, YouTube. Check it out. So I just shot a show for BT called uh, Games People Play. I'm in the first episode. I don't know when it airs. I just know that check is on its way, and I'm happy about that. Congrats. Um, I'm going back to Wild and Out season 14 in May, so we go back to Atlanta for 20 days and film what I think is going to be 30 episodes. So I'm excited about that. It's my fourth season, and there's something else I can't tell you about. And, uh, oh, and one more thing. Yeah. And go on to the BET. Uh, you can go on YouTube. I just did this uh, exclusive called BET Transformation, and people are really inspired by it. You can go on to uh, YouTube and look it up, but it's just me talking about how I transform my body for all the people that want to see here and say that everything is fake on me. Whatever. Oh, you reminded me. And my YouTube channel, I'm launching it. I just shot my first episode of Get Fit or Die Trying where I went hiking with a guy who I met on Instagram uh -huh. who lost 65 pounds. And he was pushing me, physically pushing me to get up the canyon. And it turned into a reality show all the way the fuck up. Yeah, but it's funny. And we just shot our first episode of a new show on my YouTube channel called The Bite. We went to Maui, filmed all of that. That's actually really good. I'll be on the Steve Harvey show this Friday. This show will air after that. But you can go on YouTube and watch the behind the scenes with the new show called Hustle and Flow. Hey, That's it. get it. All right, so thank you, everybody. Now, go, go tell somebody about the show. We out.